Start with the clap. I like the clap. We can start with the clap. I uh, I walked on stage hosting a few weeks ago, and they didn't turn the lights on, so I just clapped twice, and then they turned the lights on. I was like, ah, it was a was a clap on. I like and, that. Uh, didn't get much of a laugh, but it got something. Now someone out in the room was like, "You just do a clap on joke." <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say that? <laughs> something like that. I don't think they really realized what happened. I knew what happened because you mentioned before that that'd be a funny way to start a show. Yeah, not even start a show. I think it's funny to be like. I, I walk into a room with the lights off and I just clap because I'm like, you know, you never know. Maybe right. I don't have to walk over the light switch. I will. <laughs> Are people, people shit on me for doing a lot of 90s jokes mm. and doing doing jokes on slinkies and clap-ons. And... I think uh, I think if they miss the joke in the 90s, it's uh, it's all more impressive that you're doing it now. That's a good point. I'm I, heard, I heard this woman walking, speaking of 90s, that's not true um maybe maybe 1890s i don't really know time but some woman was walking with her friend and her friend goes ah like your john Locke erotica and she's like ha shut up what and i walked by i was like did you say john Locke erotica did you ask that no i really uh, wanted to you should have i really wanted to i feel like that's one of those conversations where people hope you're listening in i have a lot of those <laughs> yeah i'm like man if people are people are tapping into this if we got an eavesdrop going on I must be very impressed. Oh, I, nothing is better than killing with someone that is eavesdropping and watching them kind of like start to smirk as you're just saying ridiculous shit. Yeah, we had that at uh, Michelangelo's in your writing and you were pitching the sketch idea. What was it? Teenage mom, grown ass child. <laughs> <laughs> Teen mom, grown ass child. Oh, I still shoot. don't know what it means, <laughs> but I still like it. It's something. Uh, it was slaying with the girl trying to do her homework at the coffee shop yeah, just brighten anyone's day and uh and uh that's what god wanted for i don't know what you're saying me either right, um, you lost me good time there at the mic so i have a question today because unless you really want to try and uh scooter this one on on further ride this unicycle are you gonna give me a thing today <laughs> yeah i'll give you something I, all right you can't start a sentence get halfway through the sentence and be like what am i my own here <laughs> You're not going to cut me off while I try to finish a thought? Yeah, right. Um, you should know by now when a controlled spiral is happening. <laughs> That's frequent. All right. So, I knew someone once who had a an infestation of rats, right? So, what did I want to do? I wanted to kill these fucking rats. Gun. Trapped. Well, there's a pack of rats that I don't think you wanted to kill. One of the guys in them, Frank Sinatra, I know so little... Except New York, New York. He uh -huh. named the city of New York City. That's correct. Via song. This, uh, yeah, you're talking about Frank Sinatra. I believe your question is, who is Frank yeah, Sinatra? What, what the, what the, what, what's I'm gonna, this whole deal? I'm going to demand that you phrase things as a question from now mm. on. Uh, what is okay? All right. Um, so, Frank Sinatra, as you alluded to, a member of the Rat Pack. Yeah, see, yeah, that's where you lose me. Because <laughs> I know the term. What was the... Did he start off in like a group and then he branched out on his own? No, the Rat Pack, from my understanding, so the Rat Pack is four guys. They just hang out? And they were... So they were all celebrities. Mm-hmm. There was Frank Sinatra. Know him. Dean Martin. Heard of him. Sammy Davis Jr. Did he play baseball? No. Nope. Okay. I believe... Oh, he's a black guy. Trumpet yeah. player? 
don't think he was a trumpet player. I think he did, okay. like, everything else. Jazz? Tap dance, little jazz, a lot okay. of singing. He could, like, do ventriloquism and impersonations. Mm-hmm. He was just like, he'd Real go Real renaissance on, man. Yeah, he'd go on Johnny Carson or whatever, and Johnny Carson would be like, oh, I hear you do a voice of this guy. And then he does the voice, and people love it. He's just an entertainer. Okay. Old school. Sammy Davis. Sammy Davis Jr. and a fourth person. And that okay. is your Rat Pack. I like the mysterious fourth person. That's a hell of a name. Yeah, I mean, I think he's pretty famous, too. Mm-hmm. He's probably as famous as Dean Martin. I can't think of who that guy was. Okay. The Rat Pack was... So, Frank Sinatra rises to fame over however many years, becomes a big celebrity, and then I guess starts hanging out with these other three guys. Okay, so it's just a group of friends they gave a name? They were celebrities and friends, and they're like, we're the Rat Pack. And oh, they, they self-titled it? Not a good, not a good look, in my opinion. I think they just get together and like sing Christmas songs, <laughs> and then put out an album that's like the Rat Pack scats the Christmas days. Okay, and so their just... whole energy was like cool guys, right? What's what's cool about Christmas tunes? That used to be cool, really. They'd get together. Frank Sinatra would be like, "Jingle bells, jingle bells." What do you say, Sammy? And Sammy would go, "Jingle all the way." And the... People like that stuff. Really? I can't think of an era that that is even remotely cool. You ever listen to these Michael Buble albums? I certainly had not. If a guy just sings Christmas songs and I think sells millions of albums. Uh-huh. And it's like, you didn't write these songs. Why do you get credit for this? He's like a sexy guy, right? Or a sexy voice? Michael uh, Buble or no? Yeah, he... yeah. He's a, a old school crooner in the vein of Sinatra. Crooner? You don't know this term crooner? Google me, Wikipedia me, uh, Webster, Miriam Webster me, crooner. One who croons. Mm, to croon. I think to croon, yeah, you sing so so sexy to a woman that she croons. Oh, that she swoons? Mm. Does a croon entice a wound? Swoon. You're losing me again, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, I think you you got the right idea here. It gets her hot and bothered. Uh-huh. You know, a swoon and a cream makes a croon. Yeah, so that's how Sinatra rises. Because you listen to all these Sinatra songs. Uh, I don't know. I don't particularly like him. I had him. What year? What what year was uh, was he in business? So I think like in the twenties, he's out as a kitten. Now that's too early. Starting, it feels too early, but I also picture him playing in very like speakeasy type places. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say twenties. He's a he's a kid. He's going out to the you know the karaoke scene, the open mic scene. Uh-huh. He's belting out. New York, New York, and... Did he not write that? Was that someone else? Uh, I'll give that one to him. Because he seems to have laid claim on it. Yeah. What's he got? He's got New York, New York. He's got the theme song to Married with Children. Uh, Give me that. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. Okay, yeah, I know that one, right? The horse and carriage part, yep. That's some some classic Frank and... uh, Take me to the moon. Something like that. Yep, for sure. Uh, all the songs sound pretty much the same, but they're they're sexy, and they're about flying on airplanes and stuff like that. Okay. Airplanes, huh? 20s? Come fly with me. Come Ooh, fly, was the come airplane? Fly my fellow Wright brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that must have been like 40s, 50s. This was in the, you know, the Catch Me If You Can era uh-huh. when everybody just wanted to blow a pilot all day long. Yeah, now nowadays, okay, getting your pilot's license used to be like, Big time, big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, nowadays, it's just something you do so that you can have a first date with your future wife. Mm. I feel like you learn to fly a plane. I know a lot of people that have gotten their pilot's license, flown a couple times, took a first date up there, married her a couple years later. 
boy. First first date in the sky. I don't like it. That's no. I mean, it's really terrifying. showing off. It almost feels like you're trying to hack the biology a little bit there and be like, because people confuse fear with the strong emotion of fear on a on a date. I think begets feelings of love or effect. You know, they're the same thing in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I'm as scared of romantic comedies as I am <laughs> horror films. <laughs> uh, I scream when he shows up at the end. I don't know what happens in romantic comedies. Um, yeah, so this is it's it's the era where everybody. It's like if you're a man in a suit, you're you're in charge of the world, and people just there's. Uh, I mean, I guess they did have a black guy in the Rat Pack, but it's really probably when well have white guys peaked, or was this when white guys peaked? Have we all established that white guys have peaked? I mean, we're not going back up from where no, we are it's, now. It's, it's true, but I think it was much later that white guys peaked. I would say Mad Men is when is when white guys really peaked, right? Possible, we, but I and mean, then we started getting like more aware that we should be mad at them following Mad Men. Um, yeah, but the 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 uh, in like income inequality and stuff has been going up. So for for at like so I guess you could say white guys peaked when they're fucking running all these financial scams and getting away with it. Yeah, we take a few down, but yeah. No, I, I mean like we still got the uh, the elite ones, and we don't need to get into whole race conversation here because that's not that interesting. Was it but... race? I thought it was money. Oh yeah, well I'm saying like this is if you were just like a white man in a suit. Yeah, that's all it took. If, we could be the Rat Pack. Is what I'm trying to tell you. All right, cut all the stuff about race. <laughs> <laughs> if there was nothing about race. <laughs> So we got, what do they, do they do shady shit, right? The Rat Pack? Did they have gang ties or something? So the Rat Pack is most famous for pulling off a huge bank heist. What? Why, if they're rich and famous? Well, they they did it in the film Ocean's Eleven. The original Ocean's Eleven was the Rat Pack, and that I see. is how we know them. Okay. Also from the hanging out, the network television, which was all television back then, it used to be, you get like a group of celebrities... Like, you ever see this Hollywood Squares game? Yeah, I'm familiar. Who hosted that? Mm, Richard Karn. All right, I don't know. But I remember Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Uh, that was because we had such a limited number of celebrities, and they were all so recognizable yeah. that you throw half the Rat Pack on there. You got yourself you hit. huge ratings. Nowadays, right, There's you have to come up with shows just to... We almost need, like, Celebrity Bachelor just because, like, you guys haven't been celebrities in a while. I know you were big for a little while, and, and there's not enough airtime for all these celebrities. Right, like that... Uh, they have to write books now. Like, why is Snooki writing a book? It's like, because there's not enough TV for her little dumpster ass. Who's buying these books? <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I, hmm. the, the book industry confuses me. So I feel like nobody's reading books, and every... Maybe people are reading books. Everybody's on the bestsellers list. Yeah, who's reading a book from C-list celebrities? Because every C-list... D-list celebrities? them too well that maybe like, like how do i how do i hop up this list it's a pyramid scheme of celebrity books <laughs> autobiographies we're all we're all off that list buying these these books but because like think of how many comics have a book like todd barry's got a book and good for him you know todd barry's funny but mm -hmm. how many people could possibly buy that and read it i don't know jay tyler bought one because his name's in it yep i would buy it i don't know is it not good it's probably good oh yeah it's probably better than a lot of books i'm saying if you like host a game show or something, yeah, to, like the guy who hosts The Bachelor, he's Does got he have a book. He's got some huge book. Oh boy, he's like, here's my thoughts on love, and it's like, what? You know, this is this is baloney. Do they run counter to the show? I have to imagine he's like, after seeing what isn't love, 
uh, I will tell you what love is. And then he just goes over the shit we all knew anyway. Mm. It's just the most, uh, yeah, just yeah. all counter bachelor now. Um, no, real love is falling in love with your therapist after opening up and telling him your de- deepest, darkest secrets. Uh, like the plot of Gone Girl. Is that true? No, I'm thinking of the other one. Girl on a Train. Her ther- Is her therapist the one gaslighting her? You ever see this one? No. Girl on a Train, so there's a, there's a guy. Yeah, there's a woman being gaslit, and there's also like a younger woman who's having sex with him. She starts having sex with her therapist. And there's all this weird stuff where you're just like, well, this movie doesn't make any sense because this therapist should have just not had sex with her. Like, it's like the third most controversial thing going on in the film. I see. Is that her therapist was like, all right, well, I guess we'll... But it was the start of all the problems. Yeah, I mean... What? So, can we talk about your girlfriend only reads books where women are gaslit and or get murdered? Uh, yeah, I don't really get that. Last night... She was reading her book, and I'm like, ah, so did the husband do it? Because she kept being like, I think the husband did it. (laughs) Okay. And then she's like, I don't know yet. I just started this one. But the question still... You didn't realize it was a different book, but it also applied? the question still applied. I could just be like, I could ask the same, you know, oh, did she she escape the murder? And she's like, we'll find out. We're having every every book she's reading, a man is trying to murder a woman. And I'm like, well, this sets the bar pretty low for me, but... (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, so this Rat Pack, did they ever murder? Uh, no, no, they didn't do anything. They, really? I thought they were, like, tied with gangs and stuff. They might, I think bit. Sinatra was tied with gangs, but I think in the way where it's, like, the gangs like Sinatra. Was I, this during Prohibition? Did they fund some booze or something? Maybe some... The Rat Pack? No, I'm telling you. Okay. I think it's clean, the, squeaky clean. The Rat Pack, these guys are... So, Sinatra, there's a picture of him when he's, like, a teen. I know. It's and on he, my, my he, wall. Is it? No. I think it's on, some, it's on some people's wall. Really? As a teen? It's him. It's, he's got a mug shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's him getting getting his picture taken and he looks all sly. Ooh, does he sing in the jail? Everyone's like, fuck this guy, you little you little bitch. And then and then as everyone's going to sleep, he sings this beautiful lullaby and they're like, this guy's fucking got it. You're he, cool, man. He croons him. You got that it factor. Yeah. Uh, that's probably how you do it in a movie. Movie version of Sinatra's life, which there's got to be like six of, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna guess that didn't happen. The other way to get prisoners on your side is be the guy, like, in that show where you're just like, good night, Jim, Bob, good night, Tommy, good night, Aunt Ruth. What show is that? There was some show where the closing scene was always them saying good night to each other. Orange is the New Black? No, I looked, it was unprison related. It was a, it was oh. a, a family. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be fun in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll give that to you. No, Sinatra comes up. He's a you know an angsty teen getting in trouble with the law. Weren't we all? Then he gets into his thirties, has a few hits, has those hit records out there. People say you're going to be a star, kid. Then I think people stop caring about him for a little while. Uh-huh. I think there's probably an eight year period of his life. Everybody forgets Frank Sinatra as a guy. Ooh, when he's got like an open a boot splitting at the toe, and he's drinking a. Bu- Did he ever like down in the dumps? Oh, maybe. Did he lose his money? Uh... No, because he was still... So, he's he's at the height of his fame, I'm going to say 50s, Rat Pack days. Okay. And he's... They're having a swell time. And this is the point in time he gets to have sex with uh, whoever he wants. All the female celebrities. Okay. Did I think he's having sex have a with list? Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I've heard of her. And then here's a fun... Uh, you fam- <laughs> you're familiar with this Ronan Farrow character? Sounds familiar, but maybe I'm just saying that because I know the word Pharaoh. Mm, so, this is... You know, Mia Farrow. 
Yeah, that sounds familiar. Woody Allen's wife, for a uh-huh. stretch. She has a son, Ronan Farrow, who's very attractive. And everyone's like, that kid's too good looking. That's Frank Sinatra's kid. Oh, interesting. So this is, I think, a widely s- supported theory. Okay. Is there a book written? It's always a book that's like... It's probably that Ronan Farrow who wrote the book. This This kid was like... Uh, age of 14, writing books for Harvard and teaching the class. Oh, he's stuff. a smart guy. Smart guy. He's on CNN, I think. Okay. Was Frank a smart guy or just kind of a, a dumb, beautiful voice? It doesn't really matter. Okay. It, he's he's good enough at singing oh, actually, that intelligence completely beside the Actually, point. I heard this and I got into an argument with a woman who... It, they found that intelligence is in your X chromosome. So if you're a woman with two X chromosomes... Your intelligence could have come from either your mom or your dad. But if you're a man, since you only have the one X chromosome, your intelligence is closer related to your mother than your father. Boy, that sounds wrong. Really? It really sounds wrong to me. Why? Do you feel closer to your father? No, I just don't think that's how chromosomes work. I could be wrong. They, they, I don't know. I heard the genes related to intelligence are in that chromosome. I don't I really look, look at it up. It was like a New just... York Times thing, but right. it was a while ago. I didn't really read it all. I mean, okay. Hey, the Times knows more than me on these chromosomes, but I feel like it's not literally like you just... I always picture this all mushing together, and you're like, oh, it all averages out, and as opposed to you get your eyebrows from your mom, and your... Well, you get your penis from your Y chromosome, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a point. Uh, I don't know if I have my... um... So that comes from your... Your penis comes from your Well, I don't know if I have my dad's penis or my grandpa's penis. But you can't have a penis that looks like your mom's dad's penis? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I think uh well, let's get I think in, you can have Let's get them in a lineup. They're both alive. I think you can have a penis that takes over the your mother. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. There's only one way to find out. What's that? Compare dicks? <laughs> <laughs> my dad and my gramps. Uh they all look the same. We're Actually, maybe if, here. Yeah. Maybe when they both die I can you know, get closure and then take a little peek, <laughs> lift the underwear up. You know what I mean? So by the time I pass away, I'll, I'll know whose dick I have. I don't think they do very much in the uh, that mortician. What's the what's the name of a beautician for corpses? Yeah, uh, mortician. That's a mortician. Mm-hmm. They just put they prop them up. Yeah, I don't think they focus. Yeah, they embalm. Oh, the embalmer. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but I think they call him mortician. Your embalmer is different than the mortician. I don't know. Embalmer sounds like a villain name in a cartoon. Like he wears a big. You know, just big, um, like, waders and just big rubber jumpsuit, basically, because he gets embalming fluid all over him. I see. You picture him fighting Batman or whatever? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm going gonna, gonna to preserve you for a long time. I feel like uh, those comic books have a lot of those guys who show up for one issue, and then they're like, nobody liked the embalmer. Back to the Joker for three more. I don't really read. You were a comic guy? No, I can't, yeah. couldn't read them at all. I never even tried. I kind of didn't even know that they were a thing people did. It's a little amazing to me anyone's ever read a comic book. Kind of blows my mind. Apparently these graphic novels are in. My brother read, read that. And I'm like, I could see this being interesting. Yeah. Uh, our roommate Jeremy uh, was re- years ago he was reading the Watchmen graphic novel. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my friend Zach just mocked him relentlessly. We're like, that's the dumbest Oh, really? Thing. <laughs> Fucking bullies? <laughs> yeah, we just bullied him because they're like, that seems dumb. We're like, what are you reading a picture book here? Interesting. I love the pictures. I find them hard to follow. No, I've never read those types of books. I'm just saying I don't like the words. Ah. I don't I think the core thing that made it corny for me from day one is all those automatopias. Kapow. Kapow. Bazam. Blah, blah. Those aren't the three most popular ones, so I should have 
gone more. Uh, the third one I liked. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're corny. Corn. Can of corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, but bring me back here. So, Sinatra, Rat Pack. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was, he's the, the black member of the Rat Pack, I think we've established. And uh, I guess they were all real racist to him. I was just oh, listening geez. to something. Um, he was like, he... Uh, you were listening to a thing recently about the Rat Pack? Yes. I was listening to You didn't a, even pick this topic. I want to pull the curtain back here. Serendipity. Yeah, it wasn't about the Rat Pack. It was specifically about how everyone hated Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. This is Malcolm Gladwell talking about Sammy Davis Jr. Like gave Nixon a big hug because he's like, Nixon's nice to me. And then everyone was like, oh, that's so sad. It was really sad. It was like, nobody's nice to this guy. So he's really nice to oh everybody. And then Nixon's like, hey, this this black guy seems cool, even though I hate all the other black guys. So he gave a big hug at like the Republican National Convention. And then all the other black people were like, hey, Sammy Davis Jr., yeah. fuck you. And right. he's like, I don't get it. Yeah. He's like, this is a white guy who was nice to me. So I was nice oh, boy. to him. He just like didn't understand civil rights particularly okay then they all roasted sammy davis jr and they're just like you're black you idiot they roasted him what do you mean like a like a televised roast like a friars club thing friars club put it on the television okay there's a bunch of celebrities just being like what do you think it'd be a black (laughs) the clan's gonna get you you idiot oh man this is this is sadder tale than i knew Mm -hmm. what color are rats Uh, are they all brown or are there black rats Oh, I'm picturing a gray. Oh, yeah, dark gray. That's There's a, different types. There's an, I, I was facing Norway rats. I got real into it when I was getting this rat problem, trying mm-hmm. to take care of it. <laughs> I really looked up the Norway rat. It's fucking crazy. Their gestation period is like tw- 20 weeks or something. And no, that's, no, no. That's Ma- time from impregnation to... No, not even 20 weeks. I think it's like three weeks from impregnation to giving birth... And then they can have babies. They become sexually mature and like another three. Like, so all of a sudden you start multiplying. That's the much weirder part to me. These seven days in and they're already going, all right, I think I'm going to start having sex. I think I'm ready for that. Yeah. Emotionally, there's no way. How many days into they get the talk? Like, Good question. People are going to try to hurt you out there. Um, yeah. So this problem became big pretty quick. I had the chance to smash a baby with a rock. Um, and I'm like, you're just going to be making more of you and i couldn't do it it was literally the size of a cotton ball and the consistency of a cotton ball you didn't smash the rat baby with the rock yeah did he grow up to be the biggest rat baby of all and he like came to kill you and then he recognized you and i don't know i didn't follow up oh all right yeah then it sounds like you made the right call i think he... they left i think they split town good call mm-hmm. you're there with all those rocks <laughs> i'd find a new town okay so so he had a career lull <laughs> career lull Comes out of the lull, uh-huh. hit new record. That's when he forms the Rat Pack. Oh, I see. I think maybe he got together with these other three, and he's like, you know how we used to be big celebrities? If we all declared ourselves celebrity friends, like Seth Rogen and his friends do, mm-hmm. I think they, they all get together, and they're like, we'll make a make a movie together. People will remember us. They uh, they rise back up, and that's then he's at the top of his game. For, okay. Do they do mu- do they play music together, or they just hang out? And make I movies. I think they sing some songs together, but okay. they're not like a band. Yeah. There's no... Re- you don't need four guys singing a song. Uh, tell that to NSYNC. Tell that to Backstreet. <laughs> well, that is... And probably a lot of other ones. I mean, you can do it. It's just... It's not a good way to make music. Or money, probably. Yeah. Think about splitting everything. I was thinking about that with comedy. It's so nice we get to... You get your own check. 
you get one check, you sh- you go, hey, we're going to have a show. And, you know, I guess you split the show. Right, you got to have... An- but these bands, you're a band that's mm-hmm. the opening act, and there's five of you in the band. You got to be looking around being like, do we need this guy fucking hitting the drums? But can't we... I feel like it's a pretty nice watch for a guy that plays the bongo every couple songs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'd cut a few guys out pretty quick just going, what, we're all piling in one motel room here? This, yeah. this doesn't make sense. I mean, I think a lot of bands, um, at least back in the day, started with like friends being like, well, let's make a band. Yeah. Then I like, got cut out of a band. Yeah. And then b- back in it, new role. I was playing bass and then the band kind of broke up and I had this really long talk about like, what direction we wanted because there were some differences and i'm like okay and uh we came to an agreement and i found out that like the next day the guy i talked to went out with the other person and bought a bass so he could be the bassist i was like what the fuck did we just talk about (laughs) then i found out i could yell pretty loud and you were the yeller in the band i was the screamer in a metal band so i guess because that's the way like in sync and backstreet boys it's not an efficient way to make music it is an efficient way to make celebrities which mm-hmm. i believe is the whole point of the rap and little girls fall in love with you yeah so those like the backstreet boys could just be one dude doing four different voices yeah be just as good of a song but people don't want that they want to no. they want to pick the favorite and scream about them that's what the rap pack's up to uh-huh. team there was no teams back then is, is the only team team edward edward and team jacob now are our girls making teams about everything now Oh, we still got the the Styles brothers. We're we're splitting them up. Do we call it Team Harry and Team? Is that one of the Styles? Yes. Yes. Uh, we call them teams. Uh, no, I don't know if we call them teams. What's a teamster? Oh, they move furniture or something. Really? I think so. Huh. They're in a union. I think there's a lot of. I That's think a it, weird name. I've never been sounds... quite sure, but I think a teamster is like. Like lifting, bending pipes and moving couches here and there. Okay, I would picture Teamster being in the same Venn diagram as uh, Mouseketeer. Like, it just seems much more... <laughs> I could see that. Anyway. Uh, but so, Sinatra, I think once... The last probably age... I'm going to say age 60 to 80, he gets to just live a great life singing the same songs. Because he's one of these one of these musicians just needs a few of those hit tunes. He's got yeah. that classic voice. Does his voice start to go? Uh, a lot of these old bands, people still go see them even though they can't sing for shit anymore. They're yeah. just like, well, we're not going to not have... They just want to be able to say they have s- seen them. Well, that's the brilliance of like Bob Dylan as he started off being like, <laughs> my voice is gone. Nobody yeah. can nobody can understand what I'm doing now. I think he actually, I think Bob Dylan got like crazy bad. Really? Where it was like, isn't it funny that he can't sing? And now it's like, oh, this is like an old man who doesn't have a voice. Oh, wow. He's still doing those... Bad form? Did he have bad singing form? I don't know. You can hurt your voice there by using it too much. I mean, people people shit on Bob Dylan for having a bad voice, but I'm like, I usually like bands like Modest Mouse. That guy doesn't sing normal. Yeah. Uh, White Stripes, he sounds funny. I used to like. sounds funny. I used to like some of the old Kings of Leon. They were, oh, they had some interesting stuff. Wait, Kings of Leon. I listened Leon's to one okay. album really early on that I was like, oh, I like this. I think they're fine, and then Arcade Fire I can't stand. Or is it the other way around? I don't know, no, Arcade Fire. No, I think Kings of Leon I don't like. I believe that. Yeah. I listened to them before, uh, yeah, they had like one album out, and I was like, I like this. That's fair. I'm not I could see them getting older. I'm I'm not bad. Yeah. It's just the guy's always, I can't tell what he's talking about. Are you mad at me? A little bit. Okay. Um, Yeah, and then he had sex with Woody Allen's wife. That's a whole other... They weren't together at the time, were they? It was the math no, no, they were. Oh, I see. That's why people. That it's supposed to be Woody Allen's son. Did did they find a? Did an investigative journalist pull out a ticket stub and be like, "You were at the Frank show"? 
I hope he called him on the Frank show. I think show. we all knew Frank Sinatra was, at one point was sleeping with Mia Farrow. Okay. And we just I just assumed... wonder how you have an affair when you're that high profile and get away with it. That's how it goes, though. It's These celebrities, well, I don't know. I mean, the president was having an affair with the person that Frank Sinatra was having an affair with. Hmm. I might have made up the Marilyn Monroe thing about Sinatra. Yeah, but that sounds right. Doesn't that seem right? Yeah. Aubrey Hepburn. Maybe a Dolly Parton. Was she of the same era? Yeah, she might have been a little bit of a different time. Little known fact, Frank was actually the one below the grate blowing with all that singing lung. You know what I mean? He blew all that air up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know the photo? <laughs> Dolly oh, Parton with the dress? That's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, <laughs> that's Frankie S under there. All right. Someone had a someone had a joke about that, being like, oh, look at this cute photo of like New York City. And they're like, that is the most f- filthy air coming up. Like, <laughs> out of all, she needs to see a doctor. For a lot of reasons. One of them is a Sinatra fella. Mm-hmm. Petri dish of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So his later years, I believe, are mostly him at casinos. I think that's where the big money is with these folks. Okay. I'm going to say he's an Atlantic City guy. That sounds right. For I, I mean, casinos, I picture two towns. Atlantic City. Las Vegas. Reno, Las Vegas. Yeah, right. Also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to declare he was from either Jersey or upstate New York. Jersey sounds good. Here's my thing. I'll, I'll buy. These guys who you associate with New York City. They're all from, like, kind of the area. And then mm-hmm. they're like, New York, my darling. That's where I've been my whole life here. So he's playing these casinos in his old age. He's also got a daughter. Uh-huh. You know her name? No. Same name as his wife, Nancy Sinatra. Okay. And she goes on to have a, I don't know if a big career. but she's, Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of her. She puts some albums out. Okay. I think. Was she good? Or was she? I think she's good. Ne- nepoti- was her first album called Nepotism? I mean. There's a lot of people with good singing voices. So That's if your fair. last name is Sinatra and you've got a good singing voice, you're gonna you're gonna rise to the top of that that heap pretty quick. Yeah, she's kind of right. got that uh, like Lana Del Rey kind of deep, sad. Uh, I think I'm just saying that. Frank Sinatra, <laughs> that she, deep, sad, deep, deep, sad voice. You ever this, these boots are made for walking? Pretty sure that's her. Okay, and I think that's all she did. Did she write it? No, I mean, I can't imagine. I think yeah, okay. that, I think it's her original song, but there's probably, you know, at the end of the song, she goes, written by my friend. And then, okay. But she wasn't covering it. Right. I okay. think that's a Nancy Sinatra. Right got the, got the So, the songwriters are just ugly people that are good at songwriting. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why would you choose to be a songwriter if you write all these hits? Well, I think a lot of these... Uh, these. Oh, it'd be nice to not be that famous. Just be like, I make a bunch of money off these songs. Yeah, and sometimes the songwriting is not even impressive. They're just like, they got about three good lines. And they go, this has the makings of a pop hit. But Yeah, so it's more of like the discarded ones that have the the broad appeal. Like, I keep all the good ones for myself. Mm -hmm. These pop stars, they're passing them around. Like, I think... Yeah, yeah, the writers? Yeah, they are. Like, Ariana Grande gets a a look at a song. Oh, I see. And then she goes, yeah, this sounds like an Ariana Grande song. Or she goes, it's not really... One for the grand. Interesting. She passes that down the line to who's the who's the next best version of her? Good question. I don't know who we have I don't know these pop. days, but who's Selena Gomez? Okay. Are there pop stars nowadays that are known for writing their own stuff? Um everyone really liked that Taylor Swift. Does she even write her own stuff? At this point I can't imagine. Okay. That's I, weird. I, it's like I love making music. And well, then they just once they don't have to, they don't. Taylor Swift is also a weird development because she's like a sixteen year old 
stroking the guitar, playing some nice, like, country yeah. kind of poppy songs. Now she's mad. Now she's in leather stomping around doing, like, rap videos. And Is she doing rap videos now? Uh, I don't know. That might have been. Is she making it applause? She's as moving they very say? quickly through the songs. Okay. Doesn't have quite the same kind of thing. She's just such a different. Okay. She's not an extra in the, back, <laughs> the background of a BET video late at night. I watched those. I was I was a budding young boy watching late night BET videos. They got pretty raunchy. Good for you, buddy. Music, yeah. It was better than those goddamn Girls Gone Wild fucking censored barred things. You know what I mean? Oh, there was nothing more exciting than those came on. No, it was always the same one. If maybe they had more variety, but you couldn't see anything. These rap videos, I'm telling you, they got away with some stuff. All right, yeah. Why are you watching BET? Because you knew. Because it was late at night. You're flipping around. What's right. got the most naked butts? All right, BET, butt entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Everything but entertainment. Nah, I'm sure they get stuff. Frank Sinatra, are there impersonators? That's going to sound like I edited right there. <laughs> I really, really did a 180. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. down at our uh, volleyball league, there's always that one guy. Actually, I think he's a, I don't know if he's El- a Dean Martin impersonator or a Rat Pack impersonator. Is this the same guy that does Elvis? No, they have a different Elvis. Okay. We have some weird ha- stuff happening where we play volleyball. Yes. There's always a local, ca- like, they're clearly trying to support live performances. Right. But they're doing it in a really sad way where it's like the 60-year-old man dresses up like Dean Martin still. <laughs> and so we give him a hundred bucks to do it for nobody. It's also, I always, people are like, oh, it's distracting when you're playing sports. I'm like, nah, it's not. You're in the game. You're, it is very distracting. I find it distracting. It's incredibly distracting. Well, because nobody's it's very loud. Our volleyball team suffers because nobody calls it. Because there's fucking Dean Martin over there going, I fly with me, come fly. <laughs> like, I thought you, you said you were going to fly with it. That means it's yours. <laughs> Guy's a nut. He's got a glass with fake liquor in it. He's always swirling around this glass and it's... How do you know it's fake liquor? Because one time he turned it over a girl's head and he's like, it's fake. There's nothing in there. Oh, so it's not even fake as in like they put something else in there. It's fake as in like it's frozen, like it doesn't swirl. It's a trick glass, yeah. Oh, wow. It, like a... it, it swirls. That's the whole idea. You, he can swirl it around and not spill it. Oh, I see. Um, and yeah, we were there one time. He's got a big board up and he's like, I think it, it had all the impersonations he did on there, which was like eight different people. And he crossed out like Sammy Davis Jr. and like two others. He's like, I'm not doing these today. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Know. So he like really narrowed down the impersonations that well, he was willing to do. Were they both black people? Was he like, I'm not going to, I get a sense I'm in Madison. You're not going to like my black impersonations. I guess I've assumed that guy's from Madison. I didn't mm-hmm. think he's traveling to do that act. I don't know. Uh, okay. Because I picture Frank Sinatra having this like white t-shirt cigarettes look. But maybe I'm thinking more of like, who's the cool guy? Steve McQueen? Uh, I'm picturing the guy look? from uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Hmm. Dean something. I don't know it. They're all named Dean. It's not a bad name. Dean? No, that's all right. I could be a Dean. A Dean of a college. I'm a pretty <laughs> smart guy. <laughs> I don't think the Dean needs to know all that much. That's true. You just got to wear, you got to wear good, good old uh, tweed jackets with elbow pads. I said, okay, get this. <laughs> no one from my high school listens to this. So... Um, I haven't gone to any of the reunions because stuff came up, but I think it was the five year that I met people, some friend, like close friends afterwards, and some of the people from the high school were there. And this one guy, very clearly, I think he was like moving through school at a quick pace, like maybe he was going for his PhD and like something, but he was on a 
unabashedly just hitting on women who would not talk to him in high school, but had this very, he had like the tweed jacket with the elbow pad. He was going this whole like um, educator vibe, this old professor angle. And it's like, we're still the same age. Like, why are you acting? Oh, that's funny. So he was like a, like a nerd in high school who nobody. Yeah. Well, not even like a nerd, but just like not. Right. Our school, we had a small grade, so everyone got along well enough. But they didn't like this guy? Well, I'm just saying he wasn't like. I don't know. He 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 clearly came back of like, oh, here's here's how I'm gonna play it. I see. And it, was, it was very. <laughs> but so he's got the move of like, I'll make all these younger women impressed by my yeah, but we're by my stature. But it's like right. <laughs> um, then the, the other guy, um, the other guy who cornered me later to go like hey you do comedy like we should get together and talk about our careers and i'm like (laughs) do you just want a list of open mics like you've never done it (laughs) um but he was showing everyone it was buy one get one uh or buy two get two piercings so on the underside of his dick he had four studs running down it and made sure to show everyone Oh, boy. Yeah. And that's his career, huh? That's what he refers to it as? <laughs> it's an investment. He wrote that off his taxes. You do stand-up comedy? I get these piercings? I think we're a double act. <laughs> we'll do it together. Uh, some little xylophone down there underneath. Could hit them all if they're different tones. How's his career going, by the way? Boy, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I don't think there is one to speak of. Right. But... Die. You think we did it, Adam? <laughs> we we were here. We made it. It recorded. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm proud of us. Uh, what do we used to plug? It's been a while. Uh, you can always give us a, a rating. That'd be cool. Um, pick your favorite star. On iTunes. And, uh, then give us five anyway. Just just be nice. And uh, go on the SoundCloud. Leave some comments on oh, the love SoundCloud. love those comments. Love the comments. Trash us on there. Trash us on the SoundCloud. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We like to have a good time there. Also follow a bot put together by our friend Mark Reisner that I, I inspired called Egregious Bot on Twitter who will respond to anyone that uses the word egregious and re- tweet reply by saying egregious and Kathy Lee. It's a classic gag. So uh, that's what we do in our free time. I had 10 followers and everyone realized it tweeted too much. It's back down to four followers. <laughs> Is it now? I don't know about that. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, we hope you have a, a beautiful day and prosperous singing career. Thanks, everybody.